Welcome to the Today's Leader Podcast, where leadership is influence and influence is today's leader. With your host, Jay Goff. Hello, my friends. Hello and welcome. Welcome to today's Leader Podcast. You know, Jay Off here with you. It's been a while and I'm glad to be back with you. But today I thought on my heart, I wanted to help you in your leadership development. As a leader in today's world, we lead differently than we used to lead, say, 20, 30, 50, 100 years ago. Leadership has changed and the way that we Uh, lead is different today than we used to. And if you're not leading differently, if you're not learning how to lead differently today, and you're still holding on to to the traditional styles of leadership, you're going to have a higher rate of turnover. You're not going to have as many people committed. They may be compliant, but they may, but they probably will not be as committed to you, to your organization, and to the organization's overall general purpose and meaning and their their vision. And so learning to become a leader is one of the best things that you can do. The most important thing you can do to truly make a difference in the world is to learn how to be a leader. Now, you've heard me talk before about the difference between being a leader and being a boss. You know, a boss will not learn the new ways to connect with people, whereas a leader, that's what it's always about. Being a true leader is always about leading and learning how to lead people where they are so that you can take them where they need to be. But if you're not a leader and you're a boss and you got, got placed into a position and suddenly you've got this position of authority, you tend to find yourself rather than influencing others and, and where they are to take them where they can be, you're more the type that, you know, uh, that, and, and many of us have experienced this. You may not be that person, but you've experienced uh, uh, people in positions that they don't take, they don't connect with people where they are, you know, and, and try to lead them and influence them to, to where they can go. Rather, they want the people to connect with them where they are, the boss. They want their people to connect with. In other words, if, if I was the boss, I would want my people to connect with me rather than me connect with them. And then I would want them to follow me to where I want to go, not where to their, where they could go, where they could become stronger. You see, that's the difference. A boss is about me and a leader is about everyone else but me. Okay, And in that way, the leader actually is the one who becomes more influential and more successful because we can only succeed as far as the people we lead. Okay, We can only succeed as far as the people we lead. And if you're not leading well, you won't succeed well. And that's why I want to encourage you. In this moment, this few moments, one thing that, that inspires me is, is I live by a core set of values that I learned during my time in the military when I served in the United States Army. uh, And and I carried those values with me throughout my life, not only as a soldier, not only as a sergeant, not only as a leader and and a developer of leaders, but also in my world outside of the military with my family with my organization, with my business that I work with, with the, you know, with the people in the community, with my ministry. I in, in, embedded these core values 
into my life in both uniform and out of uniform. Okay, from the camouflage, from the camouflage to the suit. Okay, and you can adopt these same values. In fact, I'm going to tell you something. If you want to learn an acronym, something you can do, sort of a checkoff list, okay? Just check it off. You go through there. Am I living up into these values? Am I investing into these core, these seven core values into my leadership and into my relationships? You see, leadership is really about relationships. You know, you can't lead unless you have people to lead, right? And if you have people in your life, you must learn how to develop the relationship with them. And as an influencer, and leadership is influence, as an influencer, you can guide people and persuade them to go in a direction that you would prefer them to go to help them succeed, not just yourself. Because when you help others succeed, okay, you become a better leader, okay? So... Let's talk about the Army values real quick. I, John Maxwell, all of you know, I'm a big fan of John Maxwell, and he's my mentor, and I, and I love being a part of his team. But John Maxwell, back in Veterans Day, he wrote a letter in his blog, and it was an open letter to veterans. And, and, I'll, and I'll spare you all the great details, but he happened to speak about the Army values, the Army Corps values. And what these values are, and I'll spell it out for you real quick, and then I'll give you a definition of each one, is leadership. L-D-R-S-H-I-P. Or if I was to be true to my military roots and spell it out phonetically so you'd understand each and every letter that I speak, it would be Lima Delta Romeo Sierra Hotel India and Papa. They say Papa, not Papa. Okay, Papa, because over the radio, it sounds better. You can actually make it out. So that's why they have the phonetic alphabet is that over communications, you'll be able to understand each other better, uh, especially with some of the radio and technology back in the day, it would be static. But when you can spell things out phonetically, there was greater understanding. And, and that's part of the big thing of leadership is, are you speaking in such a way that others can receive you well? Okay, and that's a story for another day. But Speaking of military leadership, the Army Corps values. Leadership. The first one, of course, is L, Lima, right? Stands for loyalty. One of the core values of a good leader is they're loyal to their people. They're loyal to the mission. Okay? The Army defines loyalty essentially as believing in and devoting yourself to something or someone. In other words, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to care. It's a commitment to support. It's a commitment to, to love. It's a commitment to, to influence and, and show that you truly, truly are invested in the lives of other people. Okay, And leaders always demonstrate loyalty before ever asking for it from their people. You see, people will follow a leader who exhibits loyalty before they will ever become loyal to the leader. Are you loyal to your team members? Think about that now. Are you loyal to your family members? Are you loyal to your church, to your community? If you're in a position of influence, are you first exhibiting loyalty to those you lead? Or do you expect them to ex express loyalty to you first before you show loyalty to them? Remember, leaders lead. That means you're out in front. Okay, That means you've got to take the initiative. 
If you're not getting the connectivity and the communication and the relationship with your organization members, with your team members, if you're not getting that from them, you must be the first to give it to them. You see, people won't trust their leader until you've given them a reason to trust you. In other words, on the trust scale, the team members will start you off at a one. But you come in expecting to be treated and trusted at a level 10. Now, people aren't going to do that. You've got to prove that you can lead. You've got to prove that they matter to you. You've got to show that, not just tell that. But as a leader, the best way to do that is come in and look at your team members and trust them with a 10. Put a 10 on everybody's head. And then they have to maintain that 10. You see, they can lose the points, but then you've got to be as a leader to help them and, and guide them and show them how they can gain a 10 again. That's your role as a leader, as a responsible and an influencer. Now, they are going to look at you as a one. You've got to earn their trust. Okay, and you need to look at them as a 10, okay, and they've got to continue to prove that you uh, can trust them. And, and there's a lot goes into that, and we won't go into all that today, but how to develop that in an organization. But essentially, just real quick, you know, and in, in, in a real snippet, is basically place a 10 on everybody's head, go in there and trust them. And when they see that you are loyal to them, they will turn around the favor and be loyal to you. See, you got to go in there and initially just automatically assume everybody's a 10. Give them that 10. Show them loyalty. Be loyal to them. They will see you come in and, and they will have to give you a 10, okay? But they're going to start you off at a 1. You've got to earn your stripes, so to speak, with them. And then they will turn and give loyalty back to you. But if they see that you're not loyal to them, and they see that you treat each and every one of them as a one, you're not going to gain the respect and admiration and, and loyalty and commitment from your team. They may be compliant. They may follow the rules. They may do as you tell them to do, but they'll never go above that. They won't excel. And if they don't excel, you don't excel. Remember, in order for you to succeed, you must first ensure that uh, you're adding value and you're helping those that you're leading to succeed as well. Okay, let's move to the next one. Duty, the big D right there. Duty, right? Delta. Duty. This essentially, what this means is basically you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're fulfilling your obligations, okay? And it's a picture of each member of a team doing his or her part with excellence to ensure that the success of everyone happens, that everyone finds a place of success. Everyone has a place at the table. Everyone is helping each other to succeed. That's duty. Now, if you are in a team and you're all about you, you are not fulfilling your duty because duty also involves teamwork. You say, well, I did what I was supposed to do. I have my instructions. I'm, you know, the guy next to me you know, to my left and right, my flanks, they're responsible for their area. I'm responsible for mine. Duty is also stepping in and helping them succeed as well. That's your duty as a leader. You want to help your uh, peer leaders to succeed as well as the people that you lead. Okay, so 
Definitely, you want to fulfill all of your obligations as you are instructed to do according to the organizational standards of operating procedures, your SOPs, your standard uh, code of ethics, your code of conduct, okay, what is expected of you. You want to fulfill that. So that's the duty. All right, moving on to the next one. Respect. Respect. You see, the Army defines this, and this is one of them that John really loves. He defi- the Army defines this as appreciate the best in other people. Appreciate the best in other people. In other words, like I just said a moment ago, it's like putting a tin on everyone's head and trusting that they'll live up to that belief that you have in them. I'm placing a tin on your head. Now, they, now here's what I know. When you place a tin on someone's head, Especially someone who has not had anyone believe in them before. In other words, they just had a leader, and I'm using that term very loosely, but they had a manager or a supervisor or a CEO or a, you know they, those people in those positions of power above them who always looked at them as a one. They didn't believe in them. They didn't build them up. They just gave them instructions and dictated what they should do rather than build the relationship with trust. You must build your relationships with all that you meet with trust. Okay. So if they don't have that, then you coming in as a leader and placing a 10 on their head, I want to caution you now. I just want to give you a heads up. They're going to be very cautious of They're going to be very wary. They're going to be very gun-shy because they've been hurt. They've been harmed. They don't trust anyone in a position of management and supervised and leadership of any kind. They don't trust because they haven't had the experience to be able to trust. So you're coming in. You're new. That's why they're starting you off at a one. And that's why you need to understand that when you first come in. When you come into any organization as a new leader, or if you're getting promoted in the same organization as a leader, you need to understand what the people had to go through first before you showed up on 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 uh, on deck and, and took over the ship. So understand that. Be, be empathetic and understanding of where they came from and why it's going to take them a little while to learn to develop the trust with you. So understand, you're coming in at a one. You've got to work to get to that two and that three and that four. You've got to work on that. That means you've got to build a relationship. You've got to be the initiator on your team members. If you thought that leadership was all about position, you're going to fail. If you thought that leadership was all about prestige, you're going to fail. Leadership is always, without fail, Without any question, without any compromise, leadership is always about people. So understand that when you come into an organization that you are just taking over, that you're not really taking over, essentially, you are coming in to connect with them. You're taking a seat among them, not above them. That's why I really believe in organizations, and I encourage organizations, when you're leading, lead from a round table, not from a head table. This builds relationships. Okay, S for the leadership, LDS, uh, L-D-R-S-H-I-P, selfless service. There's two of them there, but selfless service. Adding value to others by putting their needs way ahead of your own. Add value to them. 
How can you step up your game? How can you serve them? How can you step out of your cubicle and into the next cubicle to help them along? How can you help serve the, the lowest person in your organization? Let's say the janitor comes in. How can you serve that janitor? How can you serve them physically, emotionally, spiritually? How can you do that? Selfless service. Stepping outside of your own comfort zone to help others to make it through their uncomfortable zones. To get them to a place of security. To get them to a place of confidence. Okay, and and that's stepping out of your comfort zone. So selfless service is is putting the as adding value to others and placing their needs above my needs. Okay, it's you being willing to exceed the expectations so that others will benefit as well. That's part of teamwork. That's part of being a leader is developing that relationship with your team. Now, as a leader, these are things that not only you need to really live out in your life, but you also need to encourage and influence others through this process. And when you understand this process, L-D-R-S-H-I-P, leadership, and you use it as a checklist, am I exhibiting this, okay? In other words, use the, the, the thing A-C-T, okay? In fact, I, I've, I started changing that to react. R-E-A-C-T. What you're reading, what you're learning, right? What you're reading. Embrace it. Read, embrace, apply, change, and teach. React. Read, embrace, apply, change, and teach. Now, reading, I say, you know, you could be listening, right? Right now, you're listening to me, but I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're taking copious notes. One, on the left side, this is a process I learned uh, at a conference one time. On the left side, don't write everything that I'm saying. On the left side, write key words that I say. But on the right side of the page, across from that, write your thoughts and your ideas and how you're going to apply that. Write your thoughts. Then it really starts sinking in. Okay, so respect. Selfless service. Okay, selfless service. We're on selfless service, right? All right, so that we've covered that. Now let's move on to honor. Honor, living according to your values, okay? In other words, when your walk matches your talk, you're living honorably. When you say that you're going to do something and you actually do it, when you say that you are this kind of person and, and people can see that you are actually that person, when you say that you are going to fulfill your duty to someone and you actually do it, that's honor. That's honor. Living according to the values you've set forth for your life. That's honor. Living according to what others have, have, have asked you to do and you said you would do. That's honor. That's honor. So are you an honorable leader? Are you walking your talk? Are you doing what you expect others to do? You know, one of the stories I love is is when I was in the military, when I was in the in the army. A lot of times, you know, you're basically a twenty four seven soldier, right? And so there are no such thing as nine to five. As a matter of fact, most of our schedules were usually five a.m. to five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten p.m. Okay, <laughs> so there was no nine to five jobs. It was more five to five. Okay, and sometimes it was five a.m. to five p.m. But Working on a, uh, a, a track, it was an APC, Armored Personnel Carrier, right? Down in the motor pool. Now, I was not an APC driver. I didn't have an APC assigned to me. 
okay? Um, but I lend a I was lending a hand. But what I noticed more than anything was that the 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 platoon leader, a lieutenant, an officer who is versed in 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 uh, strategies, uh, tactics, the you know the technical aspects of leading, you know, leading by the numbers, okay? Um, at I, I don't know what time it was, seven, eight, nine p.m. Everybody's in the motor pool. This is a motor pool is where all your military vehicles are at, where they do the maintenance and they're stored at, and they're all dressed right, dressed and lined up. I tell you, the bumpers you can look down at one first vehicle and look all the way down in vehicle number ninety nine, and they all better be lined up. And till down at the motor pool, but during the maintenance on an annual uh, on an armored personnel carrier, they had the tracks. You know the things that they don't have wheels; they have tracks that grip the ground as they move. You've seen them on bulldozers and caterpillars and stuff. And these tracks have to get busted sometimes. You gotta change what they call the shoes, which basically is the rubber part of it. So you have to change these shoes on. And what happened is, is they would break that loose and it'd just be this great big thing laid out flat. Imagine your watch band and you took the pins out from the watch part and you laid the band out. That's essentially about what it looked like. Well, to change those out, you know, that took a lot of hard work. You got to bust, they call it busting tracks. It's more like busting your back and busting your knuckles and busting your forehead if something slips. And, and it's a tough gig. But to see a platoon leader down there wearing the coveralls, just like his guys, getting down there, getting his hands in that great big bucket of grease to lube this stuff up, just like his guys, Pulling that wrench, that big bar, to bust those tracks just like the men. That, that was a true leader. That's what leadership is all about. And that's the kind of leader that you want to be. If your people are working late, are you working late? If your people are getting off early, are you getting off early or are you still working late? Are you showing up early and leaving late? That's a mark of a good leader. You see, if you signed up to be a leader, you can expect that your hours are going to be much longer. You're going to show up earlier, you're going to leave later. You may not get a lunch break. You're eating on the fly. You're taking care of your people first. If you're taking in lunch, you better make sure that your people are being able to take a lunch as well. If you're taking an hour lunch, do your people get to take an hour lunch? You say, no, it comes with the privileges of being in a leader. It's the prestige. No, no, it's not. Okay? Get your head out the clouds and get your feet back on the ground. True leaders lead by example. Lead by example. They're sacrificial. Okay, so let's move on to the I. And this podcast is going a little bit longer than I, I had expected, but that's okay. It's my podcast. You can turn it off and you can come back and revisit it. But integrity, that is probably the cornerstone of all values, whether it's army values, personal values, whatever. Integrity, in my opinion, is the cornerstone. When you take integrity out and you compromise integrity all other values crumble. Without integrity, without integrity, there is no loyalty. People will see you're not loyal to them if you compromise your integrity, who you, should, who you say you are, and you live it out in your life. Duty, 
You compromise your integrity whenever you don't fulfill your obligations. Respect. You compromise your integrity and respect when you show lack of appreciation for, and, and, uh, for others and you're looking only out for number one. Integrity and selfless service. When you see a need and you, and you decide not to step in and, and help fulfill that need and support that need, okay, you've lacked integrity. You have stepped back and said, I am more important than you. Honor. You're not living up to your values. You're not living up and, 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 and exemplifying what you talk about. Okay? If you're not walking your talk, you've compromised your integrity. You see how this works? Integrity is the cornerstone of all these things. If you compromise your integrity, then you've compromised everything. Not to mention the trust. Especially if you come into an organization and you expect people to trust you, and you've built that trust, as soon as you compromise your integrity, you have lost trust with everyone. Sure, they may blindly trust you. They may give you an opportunity, but they're still not going to trust you 100% like they were. If you gain the trust of a level 7 or an 8, and you compromise your integrity, you just brought yourself down to a 2 or a 1. And it takes a while to build that back up. That's why never compromise your integrity in any level of relationships you may have with anyone. Whether it's with your organization, your team, uh, whether you as a team member to your leadership, if they tell you to do something, you do it. You don't say you did it and then you didn't do it. You compromise your integrity. Do it according to the standards set forth. You know, if you're in a relationship, you know, with your children or children with your parents, husbands and wives, don't compromise your integrity because once you do, especially with the most important relationships, because the more important the relationship, the greater the pain and the hurt and the longer, if at all, it's going to take to rebuild that trust. So don't compromise your integrity. The Army explains integrity like this, living authentically by being a person who doesn't deceive or intentionally mislead others. Integrity as a leader is the foundation upon which trust is built. Got that? No integrity, no trust. No integrity, no trust. As a matter of fact, I would say it like this, kind of like what they used to say, no... Um, I forgot what they said before. But no integrity, K-N-O-W. If you know integrity, you will K-N-O-W trust. You'll know trust. But if you N-O know integrity, if there is no integrity, there will be N-O trust, no trust. That's on you. You've got to make that determination. You've got to decide, am I going to be a person who never compromised my, uh, compromises my integrity, or am I going to live into my integrity? Am I going to walk my talk? Am I going to be the example that people, that, that people will follow in, order, in the way that I would hope they would? Are people going to emulate my example? So never compromise your integrity. And the final one is personal courage, the P. Papa, as I said earlier, with the phonetic alphabet, personal courage, or or we could say Papa Charlie, Charlie for courage, right? Uh, personal courage, courage, courage is basically the willingness to act in the face of fear. Courage is not the absence of fear, but courage is actually willing to step into uh, fear, 
regardless of what you know people that are courageous i can promise you probably have the greatest level of of anxiety and fear just trembling inside of them but they step into their greatness by confronting their fear by going through it and coming out brighter on the other side better on the other side and personal courage is that you know when you stand up for what you believe in that's right that's personal courage. When you're the only voice to stand up for what you believe in, for what is right, against 99 others who go the other way, that takes a lot of great courage. When, when you say no to things that your friends are saying yes to, and you know it could cause great harm to you, that's personal courage. When you have that temptation whether it's alcohol or it's drugs or it's prostitution or it's pornography or it's excessive spending, when you have the courage, the personal courage to say no to those things and the world is trying to influence you otherwise, that's personal courage. That is living, my friends, by the seven values that the army has set forth that applies to the lives of everyone. The truth be told, the army values has elements of it that other branches of the military actually have incorporated in their values. So as a leader, I hope you've written some of this down. I hope you've taken notes. As a leader, are you living the seven values? These are the army values, but you can claim them as your own. I will claim them as mine. These are my seven these are the seven Jagoff values. Put your name in it. These are my... You see, here's what I know. When you say my values and you attach your name to... You're now taking ownership. That's okay. I don't think the Army's going to miss it if you take ownership of it. They want you to apply it to your life. I want you to apply it to your life. Not only as a retired Sergeant First Class of the military, but as your friend as your friend, somebody who truly wants you to succeed in your position as a leader. And here's what I know. Leadership is more than just a position. Leadership is all about influence. And that means the people that you connect with each and every day. So you don't have to have a position to be a leader. Matter of fact, some of the greatest leaders I've ever known have never held a position of authority. But based upon their influence on the lives of others, that makes them a leader. And I want you to have the greatest experience as a leader in 2020 and beyond, not just 2020, but beyond. And when you apply these seven army values to your life on a daily basis, in all things that you do, you run a checklist in your mind. Am I living up to the army values and the decisions I have to make today? Am I living up to the army values in the, in the relationships that I'm, I'm going to be encountering today? Am I living up to the Army values when it comes to my own personal life, my personal finances, my personal health, my personal sanity and intellect? Am I living up to the Army values when it comes to relating with my family, my children, my spouse, my friends, my community? You see, if you take these values and you apply them to your life, and like I said, attach your name to it, 
take the name Army off of it and say, these are no longer the Army values. These are Jay Goff's values. These are Bob Smith's values, Jane Doe's values, whatever your name is, insert your name. These are my values. These, these are my family values. This will be the Goff family values that I try to influence each and every day through my example and my expression of, of the authority that I have. You know, in my family, um, when I got married, my wife and I, in our vow, in my vows, I wrote down that I was provider, protector, uh, and and the pastoral leader. Provider, protector, pastoral leader. But I also am the patriarch of my family. I'm the eldest in my in my family. Uh, I have no one on my side as far as uh, my children to have a grandparent. Um, so I have uh, my wife and I have eight children. Uh, we have, I believe, six son-in-laws son and a future daughter-in-law coming soon. We have 20 grandchildren around the world. We have two that are adoptive parents. I have adopted uh, uh, two children in our family. Or one child, I'm sorry, one child. So that's a big family. So I'm also the patriarch, I'm the eldest, and, and I take that role very uh, very uh, seriously. And so I have to exhibit these, these values each and every day in all things I do, everything I say, from, from my children to their spouses to my grandchildren, to my own spouse, to my own community, to my team members, to the people I influence, to my coaching clients, to the audiences I speak to whether it's live in an audience uh, as an entertainer or a speaker, or it's right here on, on, a, uh, on, it's on a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, or it's right here on podcasting. I live these out in my life every day. And I want you to adopt these same core values into your daily habits. You see, what you do daily determines your destiny. What does that destiny look like for you? Have you got a picture of it? And are you doing things daily that will get you to that ideal vision that you have? Okay, my friends. So that's what I've got for you today. Live the Army values. I hope I was able to add value, add value to you. I hope I was able to instill something into you that you can start applying this tool, this way of life, these values. Apply them to your life. If you never lived by a set core of values, and let's face it, folks, most people don't. Most people don't have an intentional list of personal values that they live by daily. Even my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ have a huge book full of the way to live life. But they don't go by that. We kind of milly-nilly through life. And so this makes it very simple for you. Live by the Army values, and I can promise you, you're going to make a greater impact on the world around you, both personally and professionally. And your relationships will flourish. The people around you will, will rise to a level of excellence. And in the process, guess where? Guess what? As they rise, you rise. Help them rise, and you will rise as well. And that's my show today on the impact on the uh, uh, today's leader podcast. 
So I will see you next time, my friends. Don't forget, follow me on all your favorite platforms, your uh, podcast platforms. And look me up on Facebook as well at jgoff1963 is my handle on there, if you will. Uh, you can also go to Goff Impact Consulting. That's our business page as well. And look for me also just on jgoff uh, as a speaker, my professional page as well. All right, my friends, God bless you. I will see you when I see you. And uh, if I don't see you, it's because God's got other plans, in which case I will see you when we meet again. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Today's Leader. I hope you took a few copious notes from this episode and thought, as a leader, how do I apply what I've learned today? How and what do I need to change to be a better influencer? And finally, who and how do I teach this to others? Leaders are learners and learners are influencers who leave a legacy of intentional influence, inspiration, and impact on the world. So be the change you want to see in the world, even if that world is as small as your very own home your community, or your organization. And if you enjoyed today's uh, podcast, I ask that you subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms, share this with your friends on social media, and leave us a comment to let us know what you learned, how you're doing on your own leadership journey, and what and who you would like to hear on future podcasts. Oh, and don't forget to give us a rating on each of the podcast formats so that we can get up in the numbers and increase our influence on the world of today's leaders. Who's our next guest? Stay tuned to find out. It might just be you. Lead well, my friends, and be blessed.